Welcome to the Triple F Podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not-so-hidden temptations. We are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring to the show people who know what they're talking about and help you with some of these aspects of your life. You live life only once, so why not live a life worth living? On our show today, we have Jeff Lippert of StakeHall. StakeHall is a social wagering for the next generation. With StakeHall, you can easily challenge your friends to games of skill or even be a third-party judge between mutual friends. Stake your hard-earned cash, a night out in the town, or even your dignity. They strive to be the most entertaining and the most interactive social wagering platform on the market. Definitely enjoy the show. So Jeff, tell us what you do in one to two sentences. Right now, I am creating an app that's for social wagering for the next generation. And the intention of the app is to easily challenge your friends in games of skill. Um, They can be one-on-one or uh, team battle. You can even have a a judge in it. Okay, and what's the app called? Stay Home. Okay, and so how is that different from like online betting? Because I heard like poker and gambling and stuff like that, like that's like pretty much like banned. So how, how is your app a little bit different from that? Well, so I'm a little surprised, but not real surprised that there aren't really apps out in the marketplace like this one. Uh, I think that's because there's confusion as to what can be considered legal versus what's definitely illegal. Uh, There's a law, and it's PASPA for short. It's the Professional and Amateur Sports Protection Act. It was uh, signed into law in 1992 by President Bush at the time. And basically, it outlaws sports gambling, except for in Nevada. And there's also some other various betting in states like Montana, Oregon. Uh, But again, Nevada is the one state that everyone knows about where there's bank. Obviously, there's casinos and you can... Uh, gamble on sports down there. Uh, what this app is intended to uh, facilitate is uh, peer-to-peer wagering on games of skill. So in almost every state in the nation, uh, there's a test that's done uh, to determine whether a game is considered a game of skill or a game of chance. And the game of chance is where uh, lawmakers consider that gambling, and which is illegal. A uh, game of chance would be the aforementioned sports betting, or basically you're betting on something in which you don't have any control over. Uh, there is a some states do it differently. There's uh, sometimes three to four points uh, that have to be passed in order for the game to be considered a game of skill and not a game of chance. Uh, I won't 
bore you with the uh, gory details on it. But uh, a game of skill would be like I challenge you to a game of golf. Okay. Um, so because and I'm the one that's participating in it. For one, yeah, it, it's my money or my dignity. Let's say I have to do something embarrassing if I were to lose against you in golf. Do you golf? Yeah, I, I pretty much go on a golf vacation every year for the last uh, 15 years. We're actually okay. just in uh, Hilton Head Island playing. Okay, yeah, so I, I've been playing since uh, middle school and played at high school as well. And, you know, we were on the golf yeah. team together in high school, right? Freshman year? It, we were on the, yeah, <laughs> those were the days. She, you're really dating me now. Uh, yeah, Brookfield Central. <laughs> uh, goal answers, yeah. Um, those were the days. We, we got we got to play some pretty nice courses, didn't we? Oh, yeah. When I, uh, when I moved high schools, we played, so it was weird. So at Brookfield Central, we played nine holes. But when I moved high schools, we were the only conference in the state that played 18 holes. So like half my day, I'd be like out golfing. It was awesome. Like I didn't like play that well. I shot like eighty five to like ninety five. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm not in class for like majority of the day. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know, I know. I, I, wait, I remember when I was on varsity reserve, uh, we'd get to practice at Westmore Country Club, which is one of the nicest uh, golf courses in you know southeastern Wisconsin. It absolutely. Um, is. I, 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 I forget uh, exactly what you need to pay. What twenty or thirty thousand dollars just to be a member there, and some crazy greens fees, like yeah, on top of that. It. I mean, it's in <laughs> Milwaukee. So I'm guessing it's like ten grand to become a member, and then probably like twenty grand uh, a year just to play there, and then you have to spend whatever like two thousand dollars a year on food too. So it's not like you know the faint of heart who just play once in a while, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. So, uh, I guess where I was going for that is that uh, it, games of golf, whether uh, it be just straight up stroke play or match play, uh, skins. I've even played a uh, bingo bango bongo against some lesser skilled players to to make it a little bit more even for them to give them a chance to win. Mm -hmm. uh, those are the kind of games, you know, in terms of golf where. Yeah, they consider it a game of skill, especially when uh, and one of the individuals involved. I'm betting on myself, and so yeah. I, I mean, for almost every single state in the nation, uh, games of skill are legal, and that's exactly what this app is trying to facilitate. Um, it's also it's also meant to be fun and creative too. Um, yeah, I'm sure you've made bets in the past, especially if you've been drinking a little bit or whatnot, yeah. where you challenge one of your friends to eat a, either a number of wings or drink a, a beer fast, faster than you, or, you know, there's a pool, uh, arcade games at the bar and, yeah. Hopefully, because they're your friends, if you challenge them and you win the bet, then you'd actually receive either whether it be money or you know a drink or some other form. Make the loser do something embarrassing. Uh, 
yeah, that, that's what that's part of what this app is uh, meant to encapsulate too. Uh, and then just you know, it's also meant to encapsulate uh, bets with your friends that are in the same location at you, and uh, you want to you know, reconnect to them. It's just it's a different way to reconnect with uh, friends that are aren't physically in the same location as you. Uh, for example, my sister lives in Madison. Uh, she's about to get married in September, and I, don't ask me why the hell she's doing this, but uh, she's obsessed with this country artist named Thomas Rhett. He's uh, actually a pretty popular country artist. Uh, he, if I don't know, are you familiar? Do you listen to country music at all? Uh, I know a little bit, but I don't actually know him by any means. So, okay. Um, well, he's. Do, what artists do you know by chance? Like Kenny Chesney, like Faith Hill, you know, like the really big okay. names, like Tim McGraw. Yeah, nothing. Okay, uh, nothing non-mainstream. Okay, so Kenny Chesney is maybe closer, definitely closer than Tim McGraw or Faith Hill, um, but Thomas Rhett's more of the uh, kind of the bro country wave that's been. You know, sweeping the nation the last few years with Luke Bryan and Florida Georgia Line and the likes. I just, yeah, singing about uh, partying, drinking beer, uh, women, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> Although Thomas Wright is married, which, you know, really disappoints my sister. So, um, <laughs> but she wants to have a cardboard cutout of him uh, at her wedding. And that's how crazy of a fan she is. So one of the I challenged uh, my sister's fiance to a meme creation contest, mm -hmm. and the stakes were yeah, the loser had to buy shots uh, the next time that we got together. And so the meme contest was meant to make fun of my sister and her obsession with Thomas Red. And needless to say, both of our memes were you know pretty hilarious. Uh, mine was in reference to. My sister, uh, we went to CMA Fest in Nashville mm -hmm. uh, back in June, and that's the, the largest country music festival um, annually. Uh, they hold it in where the, uh, the Tennessee Titans the football team plays, so I think it's Nissan Field now. It used to be LP Field. Okay. Uh, needless to say, that it's, it's packed, 70,000, 80,000 people. Uh, watching uh, country music. It's four days. Uh, each night they have five of the most famous artists on. So it's 20 of the most famous artists uh, over four days. And for Thomas Rhett only, she created a sign for him. And not only created a sign, but emailed his PR team to asking him to come to her wedding <laughs> in September. It, it just... I mean, the, the fandom's just ridiculous, and you know, since you know it, he hasn't responded or anything, so he's, I guess the next guy, closest you know? thing, <laughs> yeah, I guess the next closest thing is to have a cardboard cutout of him at the wedding, and um, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what? So I, I mean, so anyways, that those are the kind of challenges I'm encapsulating in a nutshell I, I i could go on and on about you know some of the challenges i've had against friends or you know some of the 
Yeah, before we kind of get into some more examples, do you want to maybe just walk us through like the user experience? So uh, someone like downloads the app, right? And so like, let's say I have the app and I actually want to like challenge you. What what kind of happens from the, like my thought of like wanting to challenge you and having the app in my phone to like us like, you know, challenging each other and then like a winner, like how does that all kind of play out for the people being in the challenge? So after you download the app, uh, if you've never signed up before, it asks you whether you want to sign up through Facebook or if you are worried about privacy um, through Facebook, you can sign up through your email address and then it'll ask you questions like your name, your first name, last name, birth date, and whatnot. Um, I have been asked uh, some of the information that you know, why they're getting some of certain information. And one is because I want to make sure that uh, users are 18 uh, because uh, I, I don't know how closely you've been following this, but with daily fantasy sports like FanDuel and DraftKings, there's been a lot of traction in 2016 regarding uh, states that have specifically crafted bills that exempt daily fantasy sports from gambling. Um, the One of the common uh, laws or one of the common factors of each of those state laws is that the users must be 18. So I want to get ahead of the curve here and not uh, necessarily say, not ask for your age or whatnot. Just, I just want to you know, show that, uh, you know, it, gambling, gambling can be safe. It, it, it's a lot of fun. Um, it, it's competition in general is fun. And, you know, when there are stakes on the line, uh, it, it's, it's meant, it means something and usually gives people incentive to put forth their best, best, uh, effort and whatnot. So when you, uh, after you finish uh, logging in, uh, it'll take you to the stake feed, which is similar to a news feed. And you're not going to have anything on that screen to start off because you don't have any challenges. Uh, there is a button on the stake feed at the very top that says create new challenge. Now, if you click on that right away, it's going to tell you that you need friends first before you can uh, enter in any challenges. So it'll take you to the friends screen. And you can quickly uh, search your friends that are on the app uh, by first name, last name, or whatnot. Uh, if they're not on the app, uh, then you can go to your contacts and send them either a text message or an email uh, requesting them to download the app to challenge you or whatnot. And then you also have the request button where it'll show you any individuals that have have requested to be your friend to challenge you in information. Um, before, uh, j just so everyone knows, the app is only available on the iTunes store right now. I am going to be working on an Android version. Uh, there are a few features that I'm currently building into the iPhone app before I uh, release it to a mass audience and really start getting into uh, some fun promotional ideas that I'm looking to uh, born to fruition. 
so anyways, when, once you have a friend or whatnot that you want to challenge, then there's a couple of different ways that you can create new challenge. You can either click on the create new challenge button at the top or on every single screen, there's an icon uh, on the top right-hand corner. Uh, that's the Stake Hall logo. It's meant to be an individual with uh, his or her arms raised in the air and below it is it kind of looks like the ground is cracked so kind of like putting a stake in the ground staking your claim that you're the best at something okay that makes sense uh so once you click on one of those two buttons it'll the screen uh says new challenge so it takes you to the new challenge screen where you can choose your challenge i have challenges like an art challenge where it's either meme creation drawing or painting i have bar games that's meant to encapsulate games like pool or uh, any game that you would play while you're at the bar uh beach backyard games uh for example i've been playing a lot of spike ball over the past couple of years uh, it's a sport that i don't know if you're familiar with that but it's a fun beach game it's a fun beach game it's, it's basically uh it's a, a ball about the size of a softball uh but it's more rubbery and then there's a probably about a mm, four foot in diameter net uh it's a circular net and basically it's like volleyball where you spike the ball down on the net and each uh team has to uh gets up to three hits to spike it down and then if you miss it and it hits the ground then our team gets the point. And who is in your team? Like someone across from you or what? Right. Yeah. Or, well, it's it can be someone across from you or it can be someone next to you. Okay. I think I saw this the other day when I was at um, the beach. I was walking down like the uh, uh, beach here in Chicago and I saw some people like hitting a ball like onto like, a little like trampoline kind of thing. Is this the same game? Spike ball? Yeah. Like, okay. Yep. Yeah, they're hitting a ball. It's basically a trampoline. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Um, I, I could be wrong, but I swear that someone, this uh, game was brought onto Shark Tank, and I thought Mark Cuban invested in this, although I, I don't quote me on that, but um, I, I thought this would, game was brought onto Shark Tank, and they got investors out of it, the nice. individuals that created the game. Um, so... That's another challenge. We have charity challenges. So, for example, who can raise more money for a specific charity? Uh, we have eating and drinking challenges. This is another example. Uh, it, for example, there's a wing eating challenge that you could have. Uh, I, something is eating some sort of food where you put on the hottest hot sauce on. I mean, you can get pretty creative with that. Uh, Let's see, I also have Pokemon, so that's meant to capture individuals who play Pokemon Go, or even the trading card game, or, gosh, I haven't played Game Boy for years. Do they, is that game on, like, Nintendo DS? Or, yeah, you know, one of the Game new- Boy still exists. I just saw an article today, like, on Facebook about Pokemon, 
She's like, I mm-hmm. hope you still have your old cards because I was showing out how much cards were worth. Like the ones like back in the day like when Pokemon came out. It's like, yeah. this card's worth like $3,500 if you have it in like mid condition. Oh, like, whoa, whoa, uh, wait? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like some <laughs> like the original cards are worth like thousands of dollars. Cause like, I mean, it makes sense. I, I played Magic for like 20 years and that's the exact same thing. Like cards mm-hmm. just like that people want, like just go up in like ridiculous like prices over the years. So like you, but I don't feel like that threw like cards out like in the trash. It's like oh, you literally threw like thousands of dollars. You could have like walked into the store and said, "I have these cards," and you can like pay your like mortgage off. <laughs> uh, you'll have to send me that link because I have my whole stash of Pokemon cards. Yes, I used to play it. <laughs> I'll admit it, but uh, yeah, I still have my cards. And actually, when I was going through. Uh, some of the stuff that my mom kept up in storage bins for me, I, I found those cards in it. And granted, that was about six months ago, and I didn't do anything. I haven't even looked through the bin much yet, but not knowing that I have those cards. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, I also have uh, Prank Wars as one of the challenges. Uh, you know, sports as a golf uh, you could play. I mentioned before that you can actually have teams uh, in this app. So if you want to play two and two volleyball or whatnot, you could definitely do that. Um, scavenger hunt challenge as well. Uh, again, I think the key message here is that I included I what I believe is enough categories to get individuals started on it i didn't want to overburden individuals because initially when i drew up uh this screen and i had the list i think i had almost 250 different games and and i was just getting into you know breaking out the different sports like golf or basketball one-on-one or horse and but but i i felt that that would uh burden the user and make the user experience less desirable Uh, so as of right now i have uh 16 categories on there so like and if i like challenge you to like a challenge right and you accept like Mm -hmm. what is the interaction like with the app then like how does it all work because you also mentioned like judges too like how how does the app all kind of uh control the the challenge because like you're actually doing the physical challenge outside the app yep so uh so once the challenge has been accepted then you can either uh write comments in the challenge tile you can also take photo uh or video you can do it inside the app or you can upload photos or videos inside the app uh in terms of video the maximum video length i'm allowing is 21 seconds right now uh, I actually read an article uh, that the average video length for you know, people watching it and whatnot, the, the optimal length is 21 seconds. Okay. Um, anything past that, you start it's start to see a steep drop-off in uh, user engagement and whatnot. Uh, so... Once you, you, so you can uh, go through and tell the story of the challenge. Uh, 
if you click on uh, either one of the comments or one of the photos or videos, you can actually swipe left or right. It'll take you in chronological chronological order. Okay. Um, so to, it, it really emphasis of this is to you know tell a story of your challenge, uh, make it fun, talk smack with your friends. Uh, you know, I, I really encourage uh, users to talk smack, especially. I, th I think that just I think that makes it more fun. I, I personally, I know some individuals might take it to heart if um, <laughs> if people talk smack to them, but me personally, I think it just fuels my fire, and uh, that, that's really what I um, would encourage users to do. Um, and I, I think with everything that I put into it, so I'm trying to make this more of an edgy app, and as opposed to uh, you know, for lack of uh, better explanation, like a safe space for people. Right. I, I really, it's, I am encouraging more to, you know, throw down. I mean, that's part of the competitive spirit too. I, I mean, you're really competitive. You really want to win something. It's not going to be all rainbows and kisses by the <laughs> end of it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so once, uh, so once you, uh, have the deadline and once the deadline is passed, it's going to ask you to, uh, choose a winner. Now, if you show, uh, ask a judge to be part of the challenge beforehand, it's going to ask the judge to determine the winner. Otherwise the person who created the challenge will determine the winner. And then once the winner is determined, the winner will uh, have a challenge win added to uh, his or her user stats. And there's also their winning percentage will be adjusted. And uh, right now the categories in this, uh, if you go to the settings button, are pretty limited. Uh, and that's on purpose, too, because I I'm interested in the feedback that I hopefully will get from users about potentially adding new statistics on uh, the settings page. Or you, you never know, maybe the statistics might not be uh, desirable. Maybe, uh, maybe there might be individuals who can't win a challenge to save their life. They're just <laughs> terrible at everything. Well, if it's really that bad, they have the option to make their profile private so no one get, has to see their uh, how many challenges or, or they've won and what their winning percentage is if it's really that terrible. That's pretty cool, though. It's like uh, you can see, like, uh, do people have to be your friends to see their profile or, their, or the, the, uh, the challenges in your feed, or is that just kind of a, a global communal viewing area? So you do have to be friends uh, to see statistics and whatnot. Um, as far as you know, seeing everything. Uh, if you if you're not friends with someone, you're able to see their picture if they have one and their biography if they choose to write a couple sentences about themselves. Then they're able to uh, see that, but. 
you know, nothing else. How does it work for challenges when you, like, like, let's say you and I want to challenge, like, two other people, so there's, like, four of us total, right, in a challenge? How does mm-hmm. that all work? Like, do I have to, if I make the challenge, do I have to invite all three of you? Or if yes. I invite you, can someone, like, join by me not inviting them? No, you have to invite them. Um, no, that that's on purpose. Uh, for, for right now, I am focused on the peer-to-peer aspect um, for friends. I uh, I am considering in the future uh, throwing out public challenges where users can uh, go out on the public feed and say that, let's just say, whoever can make more free throws mm-hmm. uh, and the loser has to slap themselves in the face or something stupid. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, let's just say that they want to do that. Then uh, an individual who may not be their friend could accept that challenge. But uh, for right now, it's peer to peer in terms of and only a you know friend to friend wagering. Okay, cool. And, and so, like, how does the the wagering work? Like, you just like if I bet you five dollars, I just take candy five dollars after I lose, or like, what, what happens if like a judge is involved? Like, how does the judge kind of affect that? So, well, if a judge is involved, they determine the winner. Uh, for right now, uh, we're in beta version, so uh, the individual would have to physically hand the $5 over or pay through Venmo or PayPal or whatever pay system they have through their phones. Uh, yeah, if they were to do that, the winner could prove on the challenge tile, take a picture of the transaction or whatnot, if they really want to show that, hey, this uh, individual did pay up on their bets, so they're good. Um, but I am uh, I definitely looking into uh, creating a payment system within the app so that once the bet is finalized, then and if it's monetary, then the money automatically gets transferred over to the winning individual. Um, the last time I looked into this uh, last year, it, it was a legal gray area. Um, reason being is that there are a few states that uh, would consider my app a bookmaking app, even though uh, it, it is games of skill. Uh, they don't distinguish uh, uh, these states like Washington, for example. They don't distinguish uh, bookmaking in games of skill versus games of chance. It's if you uh, if you facilitate payments like on gambling, then uh, that that could be considered legal. Now, again, this is last year. There's so much that has changed over the past year, and there's going to be a hell of a lot of change coming in 2017. Um, uh, it, looks, it looks as though that sports gambling is going to get uh, a renewed interest, and, um, and there's going to be a big lobbying push to look at the PASPA law that I explained earlier and potentially get that repealed. And, you know, if that law gets repealed, then really it just paves the way for all forms of gambling to be legalized and regulated. And, I mean, it, at the end of the day, I, I have to imagine it's going to be 
it's not a matter of if it's going to be legalized, it's going to be when. There's just so much money that's uh, been involved in underground sports betting. It's been estimated that uh, $150 billion in 2015 alone was gambled. And most about 90% of that was underground sports betting or betting offshore. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, if you tax even a small bit of that money state by state or uh, federally, it, it really help out the states. It, it's kind of comparing uh, the legal marijuana laws in California, Washington, you know, how, I don't know the exact figures of how much they've made last year, but uh, by legalizing and regulating and taxing it, uh, I, I do know that it's put, uh, it's been a quite the boon to Colorado's economy. Yeah, I heard that they literally had too much money to give back to the schools. I probably did with it. It was something ridiculous. It's like, we have too much money. We don't know what to do with it. It's like, okay. Yeah. And at, per, personally for me, at the end of the day, what people do with their money, I, I just think that's their business too. And, you know, gambling is whether people want to stick their head in the stands or if they want to be real about it, uh, people do like to gamble on a lot of activities. So um, I, I certainly don't see that uh, being stalled anytime soon. And that's even despite the fact that New Jersey uh, just lost the federal court case uh, uh, trying to uh, make sports gambling in their state um, legal. It's been a court battle for like four years. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, they're talking about uh, they're talking about challenging it to the Supreme Court. I don't think that's going to fly. I think what uh, states have to do is lobby Congress and let them know that the PASPA um, law that was enacted in 1992, it's just, it hasn't kept up with the times. And it's just not a feasible law anymore, especially with the technology out there. Um, and really, d- daily fantasy sports has uh, really, really uh, brought rise to these issues. Um, I, I kind of thought that did you play online poker in college? Yeah, I, I played for a while, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that was legal for a while. Uh, the reason why it became illegal is because, not because of you know, all the, the gambling laws and whatnot, it's because these companies uh, purposely hid assets and uh, were not, they, they were not using the money correctly. They were not, uh, uh, keeping money in one pot for their users, but their users, they, they were spending it illegally and they're going offshore to avoid taxes. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's why the, the government put the hammer on them. And now you're starting to see uh, a comeback in terms of online poker. Uh, Pennsylvania has a bill. I believe New York has a bill. I believe California has a bill for to legalize that too. So, yeah, you're, you're going to see a lot of changes in the industry uh, over the next uh, three, probably three to five years, and changes I think for the better. And uh, you know, 
I believe that you know, we're at the forefront of that with our technology, um, making it easy for individuals to uh, wager uh, sports. Well, sports as in golf or games of skill right now. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, there's definitely some things I've been keeping my eye on and uh, you know, whether I want to make that part of the future of stake hall or not is to be determined. But I um, I'm encouraged by some of the progress and uh, some of the how people view uh, gambling as a whole. Awesome. Well, I'm really excited for you. Um, anything else you want to leave our listeners with before we take off? Um, just want to describe a couple more features of the app. Um, you do uh, you do have the option to make your challenge social or secret. So a social challenge means that all your friends and all of your opponents, opponent's friends can view the challenge details. Um, and any judges that you invite, they can see the challenge details as well. A secret challenge means that only you and whoever is involved in the challenge, whether they be a challenger or a judge, uh, can see the details of the challenge. Um, if, if you have any uh, questions or any suggestions for challenges that aren't currently listed, uh, send us an email at uh, feedback at stakehall.com or there's uh, buttons in the settings feature where it allows you to type in the individual feedback and uh, we'll get that and certainly take it under consideration. Um, Also, I wanted to bring up uh, a couple of public uh, promotions that I have in the works. Uh, the first promotion that I have in the works is a wing eating challenge. Uh, tentatively, it's planned for Wednesday, uh, August 7th. 27th? August I, I'm 7th sorry. Like a week ago. Wait, August. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, so where's the time going? Um, no, I, I was looking at my calendar all, and I got all screwed up. It should have said September 7th. I actually meant August uh, 31st. Okay. I'm intending to have a wing challenge uh, between the hours of uh, 5 and 8 o'clock Central Standard Time. And uh, it's going to have the option of how many wings you can eat in one sitting or the hottest wings that are at the, the the place that you go to, whether it be Buffalo Wild Wings or another uh, more local uh, bar. Uh, whoever can eat the most amount of hot wings or you also have the option. Um, I've trying to, I've gone through a different couple different options, but I'm also considering doing a time limit, like who can eat the most wings in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So just finalizing that, uh, just start looking for the, that promotion because that's going to be the first one. Uh, the next promotion is going to be a Pokemon Go challenge. And that's going to be held on a Saturday in September. Uh, basically, during the hours of 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, the challenge is going to entail uh, you challenge your friend on who can catch the most Pokemon or who can catch the rarest Pokemon in that time frame. And you post it to 
uh, Stake Hall, our Facebook page, and we're going to have some prizes that we're going to give out uh, based on you know who, who won the challenge. Uh, we're going to have a raffle in which anyone who wins a uh, challenge against their friends for Pokemon Go will be entering this raffle for uh, some prizes. And then the third challenge I having in mind, it's uh, going to be a charity challenge, and it's going to be intended for uh, this rare form of cancer. Uh, someone very close to me was diagnosed with this rare form of cancer, and they're a survivor of it. Um, it's ACC. It's uh, one of those cancers that's so rare that the American Cancer Society or Association, I forget the exact name for it, uh, they do not uh, fund for it. Um, the reason they don't fund for it is because it's so rare they give more of the money to uh, breast cancer, lymphoma, or whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, but but the, there are some great people uh, I've met that were have been stricken with this horrible z disease. Uh, I went on a charity walk with them last year and a great bunch of people. So uh, I'm looking to uh, give back uh, in some sort of way. I haven't decided the details of that challenge, but that's going to be also in September and um, thinking about stretching that out to a month or even longer. Hopefully the success of the challenge goes so well that I have it, have it out in per perpetuity. Awesome. That should be a lot of fun for sure. <laughs> so what's the, the best way for people to find out more about the app? What's your website? So my website is www.stakehall.com. So that's spelled S T A K E H A U L.com. Uh, you can go on there. Uh, it allows you to download the. It take, gives you a link to download the app from there. Uh, download the app from the iTunes Store. Uh, again, I don't have the app in Android yet, uh, but I am working on that. And in the meantime, I'm also considering ways where uh, individuals can somehow participate if they do have an Android phone. Um, but you could definitely download the app from the app store, stay call, uh, and, you know, go ahead and challenge your friends, go nuts. <laughs> There's a lot of fun bets that you can do with a lot of ways you can compete. Um, I, I don't know if you've had any, uh, fun challenges or f funny stories from the past, but, uh, you know, really what got my competitive spirit going <laughs> And well, that's just one of the inspirations for uh, cr uh, creating this app. Uh, I was about six years old playing Super Nintendo, and I used to play Madden. I still play Madden football every once in a while, but I used to play against it uh, with my dad. And I would always beat my dad pretty handily in games. But there's this one. <laughs> but there's this one game and. It's one of my earliest memories from childhood, and I still bring it up every, just about every time I see him, just to really give him hell about it. And he always says that it's one of the biggest mistakes he's ever made. And I actually don't think it was a big mistake because it really got my competitive juices flowing. But uh, we played a one game, 
and he was actually beating me. He scored a touchdown in the final minute of the game. And so I got the ball back while under a minute left. And I, yeah, I was driving the field somewhat. And then on the very last play of the game, I threw a Hail Mary bomb to uh, my player. And my player caught it. And he was tackled at uh, about the, you know, 10 yard line or whatever. Mm-hmm. However, there was a flag on the play and the flag was pass interference on the defense. And that was, uh, but the flag was back at the 30 yard line. So basically me being six years old, uh, I didn't know how the rules worked. I didn't know that you could not end the game on a penalty. So I asked my dad what I should do. And <laughs> And he's like, and he says, "Oh, you have to decline the penalty. You know, take all the yards." And so I declined the penalty, and that's a game over. <laughs> and I'm looking at my dad, like, "What just happened?" And and he's raising his arms up in victory. Like he finally won a game, although I won't ever let him uh, forget that one. I don't think he actually won that game, but. <laughs> If I had uh, accepted the penalty, I would have been at the 30-yard line, and I would have been able to kick a field goal to tie the game and go into overtime. Mm-hmm. But my dad being my dad, he really wanted to win that day, I guess. So <laughs> needless to say, I uh, I was pretty upset with him, and I don't think he ever got within 30 points of me after that day. And I think he, I made him quit uh, playing against me just because I showed him no mercy. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways i i thought i might uh leave, leave you with that uh fun little story yeah phenomenal i'm really glad you made the time to come on i will definitely put some links in the show notes the website facebook twitter etc and let everyone get a chance <laughs> to participate in some of these fantastic challenges oh i really appreciate the time jp yeah visit our uh facebook page or twitter page and whatnot um yeah, once in a while, I'll post on the Facebook page about a few challenges and make some comments on there. Like there was a challenge uh, I, I posted about uh, a drawing competition. Uh, there, there was a competition who could draw someone's dog. It's a yellow lab. Who could draw their dog better? And with a, they had to have a superhero outfit on as well. <laughs> so one of those. And one drawing was pretty good. And the other drawing was just god-awful. I, I mean, it's it one of the worst drawings I've ever seen in my life. And I, I feel sorry for the individual that drew it. And I, I just, me. I had, I, 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 I had to call it out because I, I was like, is it really your best effort? That <laughs> I, You know, I, I, I don't know what the... I'm not really sure what the what the loser had to do, but I mean, it just it seemed like that person wasn't even trying. <laughs> uh, as you can tell, listeners out there, Stake Hall is definitely a fun time, one of the great challenges, competitive edges, and a fantastic time. Jeff, thanks for your time; really appreciate it. Not a problem. Have a great night, JP. What a fun show to record. I absolutely love Jeff. We've been friends for a long time and really excited about his successes here with his uh, new app, Stay Call. I feel like it's really going to take off. I'm really looking forward to 
participating in some of the cool events that he has coming up. For instance, the one coming up on August 31st, the Wing Challenge. He also has a couple other challenges in the books. I heard something along the lines of fitness, Pokemon challenges, things of that nature, which I think would just be an absolute blast. If you haven't had a chance to download the app, definitely go check it out on the iTunes Store. It's under Stay Call. It's iOS only right now. And he'll be making an Android app sooner than later. So if you ever go check him out at staycall.com. That's S-T-A-K-E-H-A-U-L.com. Staycall is actually our sole sponsor for the show today. We're really excited about everything they have to do for us. So definitely go check them out. Thanks for everything, guys. Appreciate it. (laughs) 